Welcome to the Live to 110 podcast. I'm your host, Wendy Myers. You can find me on livetoone110.com. And here is my co-host, the tough-as-nails General Lee. Hi, y'all. Yeah, you can find her on generallee.com, L-E-I-G-H. Today, we are going to be interviewing Roy Masters of FHU.com, the Foundation of Human Understanding, where we're going to be exploring the topic of meditation and how it can vastly improve your life. This exercise is so simple. It, it takes so little time and it has such profound implications for emotionally detoxing, if you will, that you cannot afford not to do it. Uh, it's something that I've been incorporating daily into my lifestyle and I just I can't tell you how much it's helped me. And I, I beg you to at least try incorporating Roy Masters meditation into your lifestyle to solve your problems, to reduce stress, to increase awareness, and essentially to emotionally detox. But first, we have to do the disclaimer. That's right. Uh, please keep in mind that this program is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease or health condition, and it is not a substitute for professional medical advice. The Live to 110 podcast is solely informational in nature. Please consult your healthcare practitioner before engaging in any treatment or fitness regimen that we suggest on this show. And if you're interested in shedding a few pounds, uh, please go and download my Live to 110 by Wingless e-guide on livetoone110.com. Just go there and you'll see the big welcome graphic where you enter your email. It's that simple. And you'll immediately be sent the free 35-page weight loss e-guide and also my 14-part email series about the modern paleo diet. So I hope you like reading. Mm-hmm. And how is that book coming of yours? Well, it is done. Um, <laughs> I love how Diane Sanfilippo of balancedbites.com put it. Writing a health book is the most unhealthy thing I've ever done. <laughs> yeah, I was, I've been pretty stressed out and, you know, it's, you know, when my child goes to sleep, I've got to stay up and write and sometimes I'm staying up till 1 and 2 a.m. and not getting enough sleep, but it's, you know, it's just the price of poker, but I'm really happy and it's done. I'm really proud of it and I can't wait for it to be thrust into the world and uh, it's basically, um, it's called the Modern Paleo Survival Guide. And it's uh, basically about diet, lifestyle, detoxing, and surviving. You know, how to survive our toxic modern world. And I won't get into details about it. That's just the simple, uh, you know, cliff notes about it. And just all the stuff that I'm really passionate about and have been studying in the last five years. And I'm happy to uh, give birth to it. And uh give it to all the listeners so so look out look out for that on the website and uh well Leah what about yourself have you ever tried meditating oh my gosh I think like I was amazing at meditating on everything my ex-boyfriend was doing wrong like that's my best I'm really good at meditating on things that are driving me insane but um I just recently actually started a guided meditation and I have felt such benefits from it and when I don't do it I really can tell and I end up drifting back to that same old girl who's kind of focusing in what I say meditating on the maybe the negative sometimes so I gotta I gotta really do this and uh, maybe you could tell me I can't wait to hear what Roy has to say about it so maybe I'll learn something awesome today yeah he's a really interesting guy um, he's been around for a long time and uh, he just, like you know, many people in the health field, are just, uh, he's really passionate about, uh, he's dedicated his entire life to getting his message out about how the best way to solve your problems and, and heal your life. And uh, his, his show advice line is really, really good. I checked out an episode on the internet before we did the interview. It's really good. And That's I, cool. What about, what about you and, uh, and, and meditation? How's that go? Well, I, uh, I can get lazy about it. I mean, I'm a nutritional balancing practitioner and the Roy Masters meditation is actually what we use and prescribe to, you know, uh, to my clients and to anyone who's doing them. But of course, as uh, you know, I'm the teacher of it with my clients, but I'm always not so good about doing it. Um, but I have been, uh, since interviewing him, I've been uh, trying to, uh, to incorporate it more and more into my life. Because actually, yeah, I've been trying to incorporate it more 
And it's, it's really helps me to clear my mind because with the website and my writing and the podcast and the this and the guests and blah, blah, and my mind just is like going, 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 going nonstop. And I, I have to create a space just to shut it up. <laughs> well, yeah. And just like anything, it takes, you have to do something and practice it on a regular basis for it to become a habit. So absolutely yeah and with your mind it can it just loves to wander and I used to have a really huge problem with ruminating just uh, thinking about the same negative thought over and over and over and just thinking that I was gonna I'm gonna solve the problem in that way or it was maybe feeding and being kind of stimulating um, some anger or in some way it was in some way serving me to sure. not move forward in my life and the meditation I've had lots and lots of therapy and lots of talk therapy and my pursuing of self-help and trying to solve my problems and be a better person but the meditation has really helped me to um, really turn inward and solve my problems in that way and clear my mind and it's really hard to explain but it's um, I'm going to be doing it more often now for sure and I beg other people to just give it a try just you don't it doesn't have to be this big huge thing just five ten minutes a day and just try to, to create a space daily to do it. And it, it doesn't have to take that long and it has tremendous benefits. Our guest Roy Masters has promoted a simple form of meditation for decades, which we're gonna be discussing today on the show. In 1960, Roy began America's very first call-in show for personal and spiritual guidance called Advice Line. Still on the air today, it is broadcast nationwide on 190 radio stations and on the internet. He's written 16 acclaimed books and produced numerous meditations, uh, meditation CDs. He is the founder of the Brighton Academy, considered by many to be one of the most innovative private schools in the country. And he is also the founder of the Foundation for Human Understanding, which for 50 years has aimed to provide support to anyone searching for personal and spiritual guidance. You can find his site at FHU.com. Roy, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, it's my pleasure. So you're America's first radio counselor. You began your live radio show Advice Line almost 54 years ago. And that's just such an incredible accomplishment. I can only imagine how many millions of people you've helped. And did you ever millions think that you're... correct, yeah. Millions is correct. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that time span, of absolutely. So did you ever think that your show would last that long? Well, I, I don't think ahead of time. I only think in the moment. And I live in the moment. I didn't know that that's what I was doing. It seems like I was born like that and never deviated much from it. I, I'm not saying I haven't sinned in that speaking, <laughs> but uh, somehow, somehow, I managed to be able to catch my, my sins and my mistakes and say, oh, I see what I'm doing wrong. And it would go away. And I thought everybody's like that, but they're not. You know, they defend their mistakes. And that, that's a hypnotic state. When we react to something and something gets inside us and we we, in, in religious parlance, you call it sin, but it's a reaction that separates you from God and establishes something unholy in the place of the holy, if that may be biblical. And that, that makes you a different person and causes you to believe and think that your ideas on your own when, when they are, they come from a bully or a tyrant or what we call an authority. And authorities are what is what's wrong with our, our world. We must be the, the only authority we need is is what our, is what is within us called common sense, and that is a whole new stream of life and direction that you you get contrary to the the fact that when you overreact to, to people, places, and things, the authority becomes displaced by the, something in the world. It could be your teacher, it could be your wife, it could be your husband, it could be a dictator and of course that's where I began my journey seeing a hypnotic demonstration on the stage in on the Brighton Vaudeville Theatre and I saw that the hypnotist made the, the victims um, the subjects think his thoughts and carry out his behaviors that is suggested to him as if it were their own idea 
I thought, my goodness me. But the other, or the audience didn't believe that. They didn't see it, but I saw it. So that's where, where my journey to, to began to help our soldiers overcome post-traumatic stress disorder. It's a big leap, so we can go there later on if you want to. Yeah, yeah, I definitely wanted to talk to you about how your meditation is being used in the armed forces. Uh, but first, why don't we kind of go over what are some of the very, uh, like, really, what are your influence? What has propelled you to do this work with opening the foundation for human understanding and well, writing correct. 16 books, on medit- and many on meditation? Well, uh, I don't have any education, so I do, I'm not sure if I want to be proud of that or not, but... You know, my father died when I was was 13 years old, I think. And that was before the, just before the war. And so I had to support my mother and my brother because there was very little income. My father got left very little. It was the depression, you know how that is. So um, my family business is my uncle who was knighted by the queen for his work in dealing with uh, uh, helping World War One veterans with no legs, you know, but the long they had arms, they could be taught diamond cutting. So I had an, I had an, became an apprentice diamond cutter, but a very nice man who, who was very kind to me. And so for four years I was an apprentice, and but then, but I couldn't use my, my skills to make a living for my family because I was drafted in the military. So I had to do my thing there. But, um, but before that. Before I went into the military, while I was doing my my journeyman, you know, um, obligation, uh, I saw a hypnosis demonstration in the Brighton Hippodrome, and and that turned me on to thinking, this is what I want to do with my life. I want to find out why do, is this true? Can you make people think? Can some person make you think and do their their thoughts? And their purpose, and make it make them think that it's your own purpose. The answer is yes. There are very few people have lived a life of their own, and and Hitler was able to use intimidation and yelling and screaming and 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 uh, making exciting our audience to a great degree and appealing to their fat little egos. But the point is, he was able to control a whole nation, and and. That's not unusual because, uh, if I may just go back into history, there's only 1% of the whole human race has ever lived in freedom because of what I'm talking about, what is now well known as, you know, dictatorship, and the, and the dictator knows how to manipulate the minds of an entire nation. And we need to discuss those things, and right at this present moment, we are being, we are under, we are not under the fascist, uh, uh, technique, which is violence, instant violence, beating people up, creating fear and shock. No, what we are under is the social engineering factor, which takes several generations to slow, slowly suborn the um, virtues of the youth, because you cannot conquer a no, noble nation. So you have to undermine all of the structures that make us a free people, and you see we're going down. Yeah, I guess one one aspect of that is the socialism of medicine in Obamacare. Oh yeah, it's everything. It's it's, it's affected everything, music, everything. Everything's been affected. Art, music, of every kind. So you've written sixteen books, and I only hope one day to be in your shoes. I've I've just finished my first one, um, but can you tell us about your books on meditation? Well, um, the. the if, if anybody's interested in beginning, uh, how your mind can keep you well, but I changed, this, I changed the title of it. It's the same book that I wrote in 19, uh, 1959. It's not any different, but I changed the, the title of the book to Cure Stress. And then the subtitle is How Your Mind Can Make You Well, Not Keep You Well. In the beginning, I, I, I was a very strong, healthy fellow and rugged and, you know, tough. And I learned my hypnosis and practiced it in the, the barracks. I became an entertainer for the troops. And I learned a lot of my skills by working, uh, manipulating the, the soldiers to, uh, I hate to say this, but uh, I've got to say it. I never had to clean my rifle. I never had any need, anyone 
Uh, I never had to clean my boots. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, they, I had everybody doing everything for me. And I'm not proud of it. I even hypnotized the officers once. They came around to me one day and said, I hear you can hypnotize people. I said, yes, sir. He says, can you hypnotize us? Two of them. I said, yes, sir. I sit down and they were gone for the evening. And we never did our fire duty. And he didn't even they didn't even know it. I was a little a naughty a naughty boy. <laughs> but I but the point I developed the skills. Yes. But then did that fast forward I went to Africa, I saw the danger there, came to America and I went around the country giving demonstrations of diamond coming to the very fine jewelry stores and then I settled down and got married. And then my, my knowledge of hypnosis was still there when I was about 33. I decided that, well, the story is this, quickly. A little girl fell down in front of my house, and she, she, she had broken an arm, and it was hanging. It was really, really broken, and she was in agony. And all the, the neighbors were milling around, and I came out and saw the little girl in trouble. They were calling the ambulance, but it wasn't there yet. And I walked up to the little girl and says, Hello, do you love me? And she says, yes, I do. And I said, but then you have, don't have any more pain. And all of a sudden she became quiet. There became headlines in the newspaper, um, in the Houston newspaper, which no longer exists, it's a long time ago. And that began my career of the Institute of Hypnosis for seven years, where I discovered exactly what hypnosis was and it was and it it was caused by stress and 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 more stress you the more angry you become by the stress or the more you become its subject and all the illnesses on earth all of them and not just well 95 percent excuse me 95 percent of all the illnesses on earth all the suffering even war is caused by stress stress is the root cause of every single misery and suffering of the earth. Our response to the stress, you, you, the good book says you cannot serve two masters. You either respond to one or respond to the other. The minute, the minute you start, that's my, that's my, my cell phone. You that's okay. <laughs> okay. That's a, nice, that's a nice ring you have. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm still in the modern age, even though I'm 86. <laughs> So where was I? I forget now. Go ahead. Oh, you were doing the institute. You uh, had opened the Institute of Hypnosis. Yes. So I spent I spent about six or seven years there, and then I did, then that's when I created the, this, the record. It was a record in those days in 1959, and um, I made a record, and it worked, and it worked so well. I made a thousand of them. Then I decided I've got to go. I've got to leave the Institute of Hypnosis. I had a trouble, I ran into trouble with the, with the medical society and I, there's another story to that, but I don't want to bore you with that um, because they sent me to jail for, for 30 days wow. practicing medicine without wow. a license. They were bullying even back everybody. then. Yeah, I, hit, I, I unhypnotized everybody in jail and the headlines read, hypnotists practice spells in cells and I was helping the people there never to go back I was helping them to 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 overcome their criminal behaviors. <laughs> I love and, it. And the, the the warden says, "Roy, this is political. You know, you don't have to do this." Is that I can't stop? I'm sorry. And so they put me in solitary confinement for about. And then, the, but the men, the, all the men in the prison who I helped, made sure I had chicken every day. And then they let me get off for ten ten days. Uh, because I had a month, uh, 30 days sentence for good behavior. And uh, it was headlines in the news again, but I knew that I, my future was somewhere. I decided to print a, uh, a thousand CDs, not CDs, but records, and off I went to California and opened up the Institute of Hypnosis and went on radio. And that's where it began. I love that story. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very interesting story because I wasn't guilty of anything. The American Medical Association didn't like the fact that I was, I was helping so many people. The psychiatrist had nothing to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's just their way. They're still doing it today. <laughs> yes. Don't want anyone getting in on their cash. <laughs> that's right. 
So how, so how did you parlay the hypnosis into meditation? Well, that's a very interesting question because a human being, um, I don't know if you could call that human being has, has free will because when you come into any culture, if you're born in Borneo, you certainly will never have free will as long as you live. If you have a little brightness in your eyes that puts you in the soup pot, yeah. And it's the same thing with Hitler, Germany, and other places in the country. You can't go, you can't be a Muslim, and you can't go be born in in one of those countries and not be a Muslim, and and then, then you have some kind of future as a killing people and doing people and thinking you're doing God a favor. So um, whole nations have become mesmerized and and um, sort of like regimented into the into molded, and so they. Most people live and die without ever knowing who they are. But America was a free country. I saw that. And so when I was in England, I saw that you know, this is the country I wanted. This, this is one of my people. And that was, that's how I came to America. And uh, I didn't want to be a diamond cutter. And so I went around. I, I, I bought a machine and fixed it up. It, it was 500 pounds, put it in the back of a truck. I went to the best jewelry stores and showed how, and sort of um, used the my skills as a way of um, promoting sales in stores and cutting diamonds in in front of people and it it brought people in and they did lots of business and it was a big business. But sooner or later, I was married and had a child, had to stop and and then. Uh, one day I told you that story just a little while ago, a little girl fell down and that began my career because I took the pain away. And the headlines read, I got, I still got the headlines, hypnotist practices, um, yeah, hypnotist takes the pain away from a little girl at the headlines. And that brought notoriety to me, notoriety to me but also brought the medical, American Medical Association down on me. Yeah. But I was able to survive six years and during that six years in the Institute of Hypnosis, I learned the other side. There's another side. There's, a, there's, the, there's the hypnotic side where people do not realize that they are being influenced by others. And the, and the influence is caused by stress or by some kind of cruelty that causes you to be angry and upset. And, and when you're angry and upset, the tendency is to be submissive and try to keep peace. On the other hand, the, all the old, other alternative you have is to become a bully. And so I found that in, in, in everywhere in the world, uh, in your fallen state, you can only have two, play two roles, whether you like it or not. You're either um, an appeaser to a bully or you're a bully. And it's the only way you can live. And even in America, that was that way. And slowly but surely, those who understood how to intimidate, these are the social engineers I'm talking about that have taken over your country, have learned to use, uh, use to usurp the, the loyalty of the youth to their country. And you've seen that in the schools and how the schools have fallen down to being the 27th in the world when we used to be the first. We see the moral decline. You can't conquer noble people. You have to make them ignoble and then glorify their perversions, which is what's going on today. And so, so that once you start to fall from grace and fall from what you know is right in your heart, you become a slave and you may not even realize you are because you've lost the ability to realize. And my job is to wake people up. And I, I learned that in the Institute of Hypnosis, and the way I discovered it, that it was actually working that way, was a lady who came in who was a Christian, and she had, Christians have the same problem as everybody else because they don't understand Christianity like they should. And by the way, I'm Jewish, and I, I love you, Jesus, forgive me for saying that. <laughs> I didn't want to throw that in. But I, I, I discovered Christianity with this lady. She, so I... I sat her down in a chair and she had a terrible problem and I spent 10 or 15 minutes doing what I normally do, counter, countering the, the, the stress factor that the woman has that she was, she was uh, suffering from. And so I was able to bring her back to listening to what was right in her heart rather than listening to her emotions 
and cancelling the ability, her compulsion to react to everything. And when she went home, um, her husband was pleased as punch. Everybody was amazed to see that um, the change that took place. She was really a, really a Christian person, patient, and, and all the good things, they could, couldn't believe what they were seeing. And so she came back to me and she says, what did you do to me? I said, I, I just helped you to find, you know, who you are, you're the source of your, the, white, the goodness that you had in you and the innocence you had when you were born. She says, well, look, uh, I'm a Christian. You, you can find what you just said to me. Uh, and she gave me the, uh, the uh, paragraph and verse and chapter. And there it was. I said, oh, that's who you are. That's why Jesus came into my life. Mm. And I'm Jewish. Yeah. And so I, I, then I read the New Testament and I thought, wow, I know all this already. I do. It's inside me. And that's where it should be in everybody. Not just verse and chapter. And acting it out like an actor on the stage, which I'm sorry is happening to America, which is no, no, it does not have any power over the what is advancing upon us you know socialism that's taking us over the socialism and the and the dark side of the force uh, that you see encroaching upon us all uh, is, is a is a very dangerous force it's something that exists in, ever since man lost paradise and 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 religion has to be real Christian religion is the only answer if, if it's understood as, as it should be, which means that you don't need verses and chapters. What you need is a connection to your creator so, so that you unfold like a flower and, and you can't help knowing all the things that begin to flow into you from within. It, it's in, other, in other words, something is happening, something happens when you learn to be still you begin to know uh, without knowing why you know. And all the things you know without knowing you what, why you know are in the Bible in verse and chapter. And verses and chapters should lead you to that. But somehow they take precedence over your mind and you act, many Christians act like, um, act those, those words out like an actor on the stage. And that's no match for what's advancing upon us. So even Christianity, if it's not pure, if you can't transcend verses and chapters and find the, the real McCoy, which is your creator and, and, and your Jesus inside you, so that you move and have your being like an unfolding flower, there's no way that, that we can survive what is coming down to us because it's, it's an increasing in, in, intimidation and, and the, the way the, the system works is that you, you increase the pressure on people and it's called hurt and rescue. You hurt them, and then you rescue them. And, but the rescue or the cure is worse than the disease. Yeah. And so it goes until we are all addicted to drugs and alcohol, and, and, and every help is, takes you further down to hell, so to speak. Yeah, and everything you're saying really resonates with me because I reached a low point in my life. I was addicted to alcohol and making all my decisions out of fear, fear of um, not having enough money, making very, very poor decisions that were not healthy. And I was angry at my decisions and everyone. I felt entitled to everything. And and at at one point, my health went down and then I discovered your meditation through nutritional balancing, which is a program I utilize for physical and emotional mental detox. And your meditation is a part of that. And in turning inward on myself and maybe getting in touch with my higher power, uh, my, my inner power, it's really tremendously helped me to calm my anger, calm my responses, and emotionally detox, if you will. Isn't that magical? Don't you think that's magical that it's coming from somewhere no, that seems like nowhere? Yeah. Yeah, because for me, I guess organized religion, has it's never resonated with me because um, I always was more attracted to Buddhism or things where it's more about the individual and, uh, yes. and discovering yourself and empowering yourself. And that's why the meditation is very, very attractive to me. 
meditation is is the um, is the, the the translation into into something practical called be still and know that I am God. In other words, whatever be still and know has been lost. You can rehearse that. You can rehearse the Lord's prayer and not understand a word of it. You just recite it, and then you finish and go off being the same person you were before. And so. The, the mystery of be still and know. I I discovered that. I discovered how to to de- detach the the soul that is enslaved to the emotions and the emotions subject to the pressures of stress. And so that it, that it, the the stresses of pressure are so effective that they they dislodge you. They disconnect you from your creator. And and um, and in that disconnection, replace. Uh, the spirit of the sp- of behind the stress, and stress is temptation. There's a, there's a stress is a code word for temptation, and and your and the the person who is stressed is is sick and and subject to illness and disease and 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 um, uh, I'm trying to find the word, but to be servile to appease the bully as a way of looking for peace and there is no peace and so so all we've got is in our country today except for a few people who can't be heard like myself except and and the media is has produced um, um, the um, the media has become a media of of all those people who have been trained to think that that communism is Americanism. So, so you have a media over a period of years where the schools and colleges and universities have been infiltrated, and and psychology, but instead of being psychology taught to people, they used they used, they was able to inject communism into psychology, so that psychologists and psychiatrists were unwittingly practicing communism. And you see that there was no cure except eventually there was no cure. The talking cure didn't work, so they so they had to resort to drugs. But the the, the psychiatrists and psychologists were equally hypnotized by their education, and we, and so therefore, uh, just one person or two people entering a college and being taken in uh, can multiply what he does by graduating uh, clones of himself. And this is what's happened. So you can, you can, you can teach a person to be a lawyer that knows how to fight the Constitution, <laughs> you see, and, and thinking he's doing his country a favor. Yeah. And, and sympathize with the worst human beings, which is you see going on. And these all these are, the lawyers are all mesmerized. They they were they were they were born into a country that was already compromised. In the beginning, it was small, but it grew bigger and bigger because others wanted to. They graduated teachers who created teachers and so on, and that mesmerized kids. Well, let's talk about how how meditation can can cure society's ills and heal uh, emotional uh, issues and mental health issues. Like, how can one benefit by meditating every day? Well, the difficult the difficulty is if, if I may use a strong word, you can. It's easy to screw a person. It's easy to destroy. You can destroy a person in a minute. See, I can hypnotize you in one minute, mm-hmm. uh, and not and not you necessarily. So I just that's just a figure of speech. But it doesn't take long, and all I have to do is upset you. All I have to do is do something that, you know, to betray you. You see what the president does? He promises, doesn't deliver, and he acts like you know nothing happened, and the whole idea is. And he keeps doing these executive orders that actually promises what he doesn't deliver, and and no matter he covers it up, and everybody in his in his administration are are, are Marxists. And if you don't know what the person is is in power, if you think he's a nice guy, but you really don't understand who he is, all you have to do is look at his friends. And so we're all mesmerized to by. Um, what, what they call that? Um, um, what they call that when you you political political correctness? He's a black gentleman, therefore they the socialists picked the jack 
a, a black gentleman who was programmed to to play out the agenda of socialism when he was a kid. So he's not a bad guy, he's just a programmed person doing what the forces beyond him uh, have uh, trained him to do. So your country's going down, but we're all afraid because of our, our political correctness. But political correctness is a hypnotic state. It makes us afraid to stand up because we were called a racist and we're being afraid of calling, being called a racist. So and we're afraid of a civil war if you stand up because half the country is now on welfare and he's creating, um, he is intimidating us by making, destroying the economy. And so the, the rug is being pulled out from under our feet and people are no, normally uh, independent are losing their independence and they have to go on welfare and becoming humiliated and humiliation is simply ten, pressure and cruelty and stress on people and they take it out on their wives and children when they get home and they can't help themselves and we're done. Yeah, I, people very much are living in fear in these times, and they're stressed, and they get not sick. Me, not me, I'm on the radio saying it like it is, though. I'm, I'm going to die that way. I'm going to stand up, because that's what America's all about, and that's what our military were fighting for. And the, the last repository of what, what America uh, has become, the last repository of what America, the greatness of America, is in our military. And there was, a, there was a war against them for a while, and, and thank God we're beginning to appreciate them again. And so there's a, beginning to be a backlash. We've got to be very careful how we fight this, because if we react and get angry and upset and, and take up arms and fire the first shot, uh, they, that's exactly what they want. So there's a way of dealing with the whole pressure, there's a way of, of all of us understanding how to deal with the, the cruelty that's and the, and the game is being played, but we must be awakened to it. And I'm doing my best, but I'm meeting a lot of resistance, you see. Yeah. As I said, it's easier to screw a person, if you'll pardon me, vernacular, than unscrew them because they defend the, their mistakes. They can't, the average person who's hypnotized, I'll give you an example. If you go to Roy Masters' uh, hypnosis demonstration, which is about 10, 15 years old, I'm standing before an, uh, an audience of 500 people, and this is what I say. I could hypnotize all of you right now, but, then you, but you wouldn't know that what I made you do, I made you do it. You would think it'd be your own idea and you'd defend it. And I wouldn't be able to talk you out of it either. So I said, I'll take one person or two people who volunteer. I'm gonna make sure that you, he changes his shoes and puts them on the wrong feet. And I'm gonna say to him that, uh, I'm going to ask you later on, whoever comes up, do you remember me saying that you were to do that? And so the person comes up, and within a minute, he's in that state and doesn't know it. And I said, now, your shoes are on the wrong feet. They're on the right feet, but they weren't. You know, but they were on the right feet. But I got him to look at his shoes, and all of a sudden, they looked like they were on the wrong feet. So he ch changes his shoes around and I said, how do they feel? He said, much better. I said, why did you change your shoes around? He said, because I felt uncomfortable. And I said, well, now, uh, do you remember me telling you before you came up, what did I say? He said, you're gonna make me change my shoes. I said, you're fully conscious of that, yes. I said, and then you make an excuse for it. Is that right? He said, yes. I said, now, why do you change your shoes around? He said, because they were uncomfortable. I said, well, now, why is the, the audience wearing their shoes the other way around? He said, because they're crazy. <laughs> Now, now you can see what you can do to half the country. Yeah. Make good look evil and evil look good. Yeah. Permanently. And so, so how long have you been promoting meditation as a way to help people get in touch with themselves and oh, stop ever, ever being so unconscious? And so, so... So what are, you, what are you teaching people? Like, what exactly are the basics of your meditation? How did you create your own version of meditation? And uh... it isn't. It's intuitive. Um, everything I've learned is from experience, by observation. Like Einstein, Einstein didn't like going to school. He had he actually copied some things. You know, he never went to classes hardly, and and he took the notes of his friends, and he graduated. You know. 
But what he was interested in is one thing, why, you know, about light. What is the speed of light? He was focused on that. But that's a divine thing. Why do I, he, did he choose to focus 10 years on the speed of light and then then discover the, you know, his, his uh, the, the magic of what he did, you know, um, the theory of relativity and, and all the rest of it. But but that, that that was prompted from within. We all must live from within. Our, 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 who we are and, our, and, and, and what our purpose is, is from him. But the thing is, there are forces that counter that, that are, are juxtaposed against that, they, they, the good and evil. And evil is, it lives in the world, and only 1% of the human race has ever lived in freedom because of all the things I've said. America finally managed to, to tilt Europe into one side and and all the people desiring freedom and wanting to, not to live under tyranny of Europe, which has never still never recovered from from what it is. America became drew became the new world, and 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 well, I don't have to say much more about the story. It was went up and it, we became we became who we are, and we, it was it was beautiful and magic, and I saw. America from afar, from England, and decided in the end, this is where I need to be. And, and because I came here, I was able to be free to do the things I do and, and to be an Einstein in my own way and to, to fulfill the purpose for which I was created, which is to discover what I just said, that there's a way back. And that the, I know that it's difficult because people, people are are convinced that their that their ideas are their own and their beliefs are their own and their behaviors are their own and the things they want to do are their own when it's all upside down and wrong and so our whole all of our lives become completely broken not only we become sick from every disease imaginable but we we don't know how to deal with our marriages we don't know how to deal with our children and we pass the misery on from one generation to a generation and and, then pretty soon there's nothing left of us and the answers really are inside of us the enemy is watching us fall from afar waiting to come to take us over yeah and really the answers are just inside of us we just have to awaken them yeah that's right and so, why don't you take us through your technique? You have many, many CDs on meditation. Are oh, they... it's on, it's the, 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 main, the main one is be still and know. It's all you need. You don't need anything else. There's no advanced techniques. There's just a little bit. You could just listen to some discussions, and that's it. But it's all involved. You can, in the first 25 minutes, you've got everything. Thank you so much for being on the show. I truly appreciate it. No, I appreciate you too. All right, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that's it, everyone. Unfortunately, Roy informed me during the course of the recording that he had another appointment he had to go to, so I was not able to get to all of my questions, and some of the main questions I really wanted um, him to answer were, how do you do the Roy Masters meditation, and how does it benefit you? And so I wanted to talk a little bit about um, basically how you do it just because I'm sure you're very curious you know you guys have been talking all about meditation and why you want to be doing it but how do you do it yeah so like from my perspective Wendy like I said I continue to sometimes go back to those negative things I would love to hear how you do specifically uh, this specific meditation can you walk me through it yeah well it's so simple you know there's lots of different types of meditation there's transcendental there's zen meditation there's all different kinds um but sometimes they can get too hung up on technique and has to be done a certain way and it doesn't have to be difficult it's this is what i do when i meditate um you just sit in a chair you can just sit upright in a chair with your arms kind of dangling to the side or you can lay down and just have your arms to your side that's what i do um, I've been doing it right before I go to sleep every night to just kind of calm my, clear my thoughts out so I'm not obsessing on what I have to do or what I didn't do. It's kind of a great way to just calm your mind, clear it. And then you just uh, close your eyes and look at the inside of your head. Like you're looking at your forehead or your third eye. And like you're looking inside the cavern of your, your skull and just stare at that. And then you just focus on your breath. You breathe in. 
and you just focus on your breath, breathing in, breathing out, and you just try to clear everything out of your mind. And you can also just focus your attention to your right hand. And you just uh, keep your attention on your right hand and don't let it wander. You can let your attention go from finger to finger to finger and whatnot just to keep your head clear. And then you, you just allow the thoughts to come in your head and allow any kind of emotional things or past trauma or anger, just let them come up and then they will disperse. And um, it's just really an amazingly effective tool to heal and to heal past trauma and to purge anger and to emotionally detox, if you will. And I really found it tremendously effective and tremendously grounding. Mm. And um, just to um, look inward and find the answers within myself to my problems. And so when you're, you're sitting there, you just try not to think about anything, try not to force anything, and just let everything happen. Just mm. let the universe happen. Let the universe's energy um, transpire through you. And you can also do another thing where you, um, if you have a lot of your brains very, very busy, very active, you can try to take the energy in your, from your head and swoosh it down to your feet. And you know, almost try to control the energy in your head and force it downward. Because a lot of times people's energy, this is a very traditional Chinese medicine, medicine type of uh, concept, but a lot of people have too much uh, qi or energy in their head and they need to force it downward to be more grounded. Thank God I have no energy in my head. (laughs) I literally went right into my meditation as you were doing that. You walked me through it. I felt totally like, you know, and then you said your brain is talking and I'm thinking mine does not even speak. So this is probably, I'm probably in a good space. That's great. And for me, like my brain is like a wild animal. Like it's just constantly (laughs) wandering around and I'm like, get over here. I just have to tame my brain. That's so funny. Yeah. It's so funny. Somebody said to me the other day, just the other day, hey, Lee, what, you know, you're like looking off into space. What are you thinking about? And I said, nothing. Like the, red, <laughs> the red light's red. They're like, oh, my God, you're so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I was talking to a client this morning and they were talking about how I'm like, you know, on her hair test, she had this, um, you know, kind of indication that she had pushing herself mentally, going, going, going. And she just uh, was you know, stressed out on her to-do list and pushing herself to be the best mother and the best uh, uh, wife and whatnot. And she's like, actually, Wendy, there's just nothing going on upstairs. I just really don't think about stuff and stress about it. I thought, oh, okay. Some of us are like that, I'm telling you. There are some of us who are not brain dead, but I just, I think I'm a space cadet sometimes. That's just the truth. Well, that's a good, that's a good healthy habit, actually, to just not be constantly pushing yourself in your mind and thinking and ruminating and you know repeating stuff that you have to do in your head because it mentally stresses you out Mm, and so it's good to be able to if you're if you're that type a personality that you're have so much going on you have too much on your plate you're constantly thinking of what you're doing you're racing thoughts it's good to just calm that down with meditation and take that space for yourself and you can do this exercise, like I said, um, you can sit in a lotus position, Indian style. Um, I don't do that just as I, my back hurts all the time uh, because I've had a back issue for a while. So I choose not to do it that way. I sit uh, either in a chair or I, I do it in the sauna, in the infrared sauna sometimes, or lying down. And just try to do it for 10, 15 minutes. Uh, when you're first starting out, just try 10 minutes and just work up. Um, you can do as long as 20 minutes. The Zen monks, they do it for hours. Um, I think that would make me insane. I love it. It's like a no pressure meditation. You know, I think that's the thing. People think meditation has to look and feel a certain way. And it just sounds like you're able to really just focus on your breath and, and releasing and, and dismissing thoughts and not letting it, not fighting anything. And it just sounds like an easier, softer way and a non-forceful meditation. That's wonderful. Yeah, it's very simple. It doesn't have to be, get complicated because I'm that personality type where I want to read a book and figure out exactly how to do it right. And yeah, you do it right. <laughs> and you don't, you don't have to read a book. You don't have to get a book on uh, meditation or you don't have to get confused about all these different types out there. Um, if you're more comfortable, you can get one of Roy Masters' CDs and it's kind of a guided meditation. 
he has different ones for pain or stress and his and a couple other ones and I actually am thinking of buying one because I think I'm interested in what um, he has to say on the CDs. And some people like to listen to music. Sometimes the music helps them uh, to uh, de-stress, whatnot. Um, I, I don't 100% recommend that, but for some people, they need that maybe when they're starting out to help associate relaxation um, with, that, with that music or whatnot. Sure. Yeah, so uh, that's in a, that's it in a nutshell. I wanted to at least cover the basics of how one does a meditation for people who are curious. And that's about it. So everyone, if you want to learn more about the modern paleo diet, weight loss, or how to do a real detox with nutritional balancing, please uh, go check out, uh, I'm sorry, which this program, Nutritional Balancing, it incorporates Roy Masters meditation exercises as part of stress reduction and uh, you know healthy lifestyle techniques that we like to teach our clients. Um, definitely go check all that out on livetoone110.com. And you can follow me on Facebook and Twitter at I Will Live to 110. And I'm also on YouTube at Wendy Live to 110 and in Instagram and Pinterest at Live to 110. And if you want to find me, the General Lee, I will be kicking butt and taking names on my fitness website at generallee.com. You can also find me and some of my pictures on IG, Instagram at Jen Lee. Uh, I'm also on Facebook, and I have a follow my fit food site, and you can find me on YouTube at Lee Lowry or under General Lee. So please check me out. And if you like what you heard on this show, please give the Live to 110 podcast a very positive review on iTunes. We really need those reviews, so take the time to do that if you could. And thanks so much, Dave, for tuning in, everyone. Remember, don't think about it. Don't overthink it. Just start a meditation practice today. Go do it right now and just start practicing and you'll get better and better at it and better at controlling your mind and reeling it in and you'll feel a tremendous sense of calm and self-control come over you and uh, it's one amazing way to at least attempt to develop um, spirituality, which is a very essential component to health. So thank you so much for listening to the Live to 110 podcast. Thank you.